Hello everyone, this is Stephen Strang and welcome to my God, Trump and the 2020 election podcast for Wednesday, August 19th. We are only 76 days away from this election on November 3rd. This is the podcast in which I make the case, as I did in my book, on why Donald Trump must win and what's at stake for Christians if he loses. I wrote a follow-up when COVID-19 came called God, Trump, and COVID-19, how the pandemic is affecting Christians, the world, and America's 2020 election. Well, we're counting down the election day by day, and I have a lot of opportunities to interview people. Sometimes I opine on what's going on, but today... I interviewed someone halfway around the world. I actually did it last evening. It was 9 p.m. where I was. It was 9 o'clock the next morning where he was. And I interviewed a leading pastor of a large church called Living Faith Community Church. It's in Perth, Australia. And his name is Dr. Reg Marias. And I hadn't met him before, but uh, as we chatted a little bit before the podcast started, he told me he'd been reading Charisma magazine since he was a teenager, so it was kind of interesting for me to see how Charisma goes around the world. And here you have a leading charismatic pastor. Actually, he's a part of the Assemblies of God in Australia, and he is remarkably educated and aware of what's happening in the United States, as you'll hear in this fascinating podcast. But even more importantly, he has a prophetic word. He has a prophetic ministry And as we'll talk about it, God has revealed some things to him about politics in Australia, as well as about our upcoming election. And so I wanted to play this. We did it via Zoom. The audio is not as good as it could be. But remember, it was halfway around the world, so it was actually pretty good. And I think you're going to enjoy this. And then I'll come back at the end for a final word. So here is my interview all the way to Perth, Australia, with Dr. Reg Marias, pastor of the Living Faith Community Church. Welcome to you, Dr. Reg. Thank you so much for taking time. It's, it's a little bit different working out with the time zones around the world, and it's amazing what the technology allows us to do that we couldn't have just done just a few years ago. So why don't we start by you telling me a little bit about your spiritual odyssey and what got you to this point to where the Lord is speaking to you about Donald Trump. Uh, Dr. Strang, thank you so much for giving me the intro. Uh, yes, it is an odd time. I think it's early in the morning over here, and I know, you, I know you are in the night, but I want to thank for you. I want to thank you, and I want to thank all your audience. As you said, yes, I've been reading your magazine since the age of 16. It got into Singapore, and um, I think a lot of people used to read, and I've been following for years and years. And so I want to thank you so much for this. I just also want to let um, you and the audience know that what God considers and how God considers Donald Trump as an important vessel or as a tool for his kingdom. And I do realize and I do understand the world sometimes does get him wrong because perhaps the way he speaks, perhaps the way he tweaks every few seconds, perhaps the way he does this, perhaps the way he does a very unusual thing. He's not a very polished politician, but he's an absolute total businessman. But I still believe on this other side of the world, we, we, we still believe God's hand is upon Donald Trump's life. Um, we are concerned uh, where uh, the United States is heading right at this moment. And so uh, being the cousins of the, of the Americans, 
we are daily praying for your country, for your nation, and in particular for your president. Um, so on numerous occasions, God has invited me and uh, wanted to speak to me about what God is going to do in this coming election. Uh, uh, I believe it's sometime in November. Um, so my point, I just want to highlight to you, there is a, a, there's a real intense spiritual warfare which is going through. And um, U.S. Americans are going through at this moment, and they are through. And so the secular and the leftist media, and possibly those people who do not like uh, Donald Trump, they are throwing everything at his face at this moment just to see that the country can go in an upheaval. I earlier on this year I prophesied and I said uh, this is what God said to me. Uh, usually on the 30th and 31st of December every year before the year before the brand new brand new year comes in I set a time for two days and during the two days usually the Holy Spirit will appear to me face to face sometimes in the past Jesus has appeared to me face to face and on this occasion when Christ actually appeared to me he said to me this was early this year if Joe Biden comes in that is if he comes the opposition leader or if he comes the you know if he becomes uh, the person who's going to go for the election against Donald Trump, then God said to me that the election will be won by none other than Donald Trump. God said to me, please pray that Joe Biden will, came, uh, will come in because he will be the easiest person to defeat him. And that has taken place. I, uh, God said to me to, to say these words on the 12th of January. Now, you know, it, we are in the month of March, uh, sorry, the month of August. And you would also know that Kamala Harris has been also elected as the uh, uh, as a ticket for VP. Um, what I want to encourage all the Americans, uh, we are really interested in American politics simply because we want an American leader or an American president to be a born again, spiritual Christian, like what we are experiencing with Scott Morrison in Australia. Well, I want to ask you about that in a minute. But first, let me say that, you know, this is a confirmation of what many here are saying and you know donald trump is not your normal politician you know he he was known in the past as a new york playboy uh he is not exactly our idea of a nice polite spirit-filled leader but i believe that he is the right man at the right time because there is spiritual warfare and of course we know from god's word that there has been spiritual warfare in all of time there have been some very, very difficult uh, times in history, of course, and we tend to forget those kinds of things. But it seems like the spiritual warfare is higher than ever before. I mean, some of our cities are actually burning. Some of the left-wing, far-out uh, governors and mayors during this whole COVID-19 pandemic uh, have actually arrested pastors for having church. Right now, it's illegal for churches in California to hold services, and if they do, it has to be less than 10, and they can't sing. Now, we have something called the First Amendment to our Constitution that our very first right is the freedom of religion, and that gives birth to all the other rights that we have, not mm -hmm. only we Americans, but really all of Western civilization over the last couple hundred years has followed the lead of America, and as you know, not only Americans, I mean, uh, the British and the Germans and the Scandinavians as well have sent missionaries all over the world. And now we're seeing them come from Brazil and Korea and places like that. Rodney Howard Brown, if you know that name, mm -hmm. I was with him a couple of days ago and he described himself as a missionary from South Africa. And mm -hmm. uh, America is really in need of missionaries, I believe it. But, mm -hmm. you know, the thing is that the secular press 
the left-wing press that you mentioned, the media, they don't recognize all this. I mean, they don't, most of them wouldn't even acknowledge God. They're not church. They don't believe in the Bible. And boy, when you talk about spiritual warfare, they, you know, they're thinking you're wanting to, to start shooting guns or something. I mean, they don't even understand the concept. <laughs> Yet the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And, and this is not even personalities. Uh, Kamala Harris or, or Joe Biden are just there. And if it wasn't them, it'd be someone else. And other prophetic voices uh, have said that they believe that Donald Trump will win. But I'll tell you, everything is such in a turmoil. In fact, it's almost, it's an upheaval, almost like the French Revolution, where they're just trying to create so much chaos that, you know, in the French Revolution, all they wanted to do is get rid of the monarchy. In our revolution, we were trying to just get freedom from the king to live our lives in, in peace. And a lot of it was religious freedom. So I'm probably telling you things you know, but I'm interested in your insights because not only did you prophesy this about Joe Biden and, and Donald Trump, but also in Australia, which most Americans don't know very much about because frankly, our news media doesn't cover it. So tell us about what happened uh, with Scott Morrison and, and your relationship to him and what's happening now. Okay. Uh, Dr. Steve, um, it is uh, the custom of the Holy Spirit for me every year that I have been uh, before every launch of a brand new year that I'll usually set a couple of days before the launch of New Year so that I could actually pray. And I remember in 2015, Jesus invited me into one of his offices, so to speak, sat down, he started to speak to me. And I think by between 2015 and 2020, there has been a turmoil in our country because uh, the prime ministers that we had within the span of eight or nine years, we had a change of six or seven prime ministers. It became like a revolving door. And, um, and eventually God one day said to me, I'd like to see you face to face. And I sat down with him and he said to me, I have decided to bring a man that who has got my heart. And this was 2015. And uh, I broke down and I cried and he, and, I, and he also had some tears. He says, I can trust you to see something brand new to take place. And so back in the day, you remember that the then prime minister was prime minister Malcolm Turnbull. And he was running and prior to that, it was Prime Minister Tony Abbott. Tony Abbott was basically kicked out in the first term. And then the caucus decided to decide to elect uh, this man called uh, uh, Malcolm Turnbull, which we, we did not like. But then, you know, that's what the parliament decided to do. But by the time 2015, God came in and started to speak to me face to face on this matter. He started to say, I'm going to bring a change on this. So by the time 2017 came, saw Christ, uh, saw Jesus face to face in the backyard. And he said to me, I wanted to brace yourself and brace your people, get all your people in your church and declare it and prophesy on behalf of me on tw in 2018, January, 6th of January, 2018, that you will tell a brand new prime minister is going to be com uh, coming out of it. And he's going to be carrying my heart. And I asked him, I said, what's his name and who will he be? And he says to me, He'll be Scott Morrison and he'll be the next new, uh, brand new prime minister. I said to God, I said to Jesus, I said, no one knows him. He's just a treasurer. He said, no one knows him, but I will make him known throughout the entire country. And as I, as I released the word, uh, the word got to all the way to Canberra, into our parliament, uh, into our parliament. Some of those people contacted me, called me and basically told me of exactly what they felt. And they said, there's not going to be any change of prime ministership. 
and they they obviously dubbed Jesus as one who has lost his marbles, and they dubbed me as also losing marbles in my head. And eventually, it came on the twenty uh, fourth of August, uh, within eight months, uh, due to a certain uh, circumstance. Eventually, the caucus of the coalition decided to change the prime minister. They worked it out that Malcolm Turnbull would not be able to win the next election. On the twenty fourth of August, uh, August miraculously, two thousand eighteen. Finally, we find the first evangelical, Bible-believing, Pentecostal assemblies of God. Prime Minister Scott Morrison was sworn in. As soon as he came in, then he took power, and he has been running it. And after that, there was another election which came, which was 2019 in the month of May. All the polls said that that Prime Minister Scott Morrison will not win this election, the next election, because he's just been sworn in for only about what eight months or so. And so he had very similar track uh, track record with Donald Trump, as you would know, Dr. Strang. No polls actually said in the, in the United States that actually that uh, Donald Trump will win. Everyone bet and everyone took a bet that and said Hillary Clinton will actually win. And again, once again, all the polls in Australia got it wrong. There was only one voice, and the voice was the voice of God. I kept on telling the entire country. Kept on telling all my churches to fast and pray, which we have got 760 churches. All of them fasted and prayed, and then in the month of May 2019, he won in election. Now he has been he has been sworn in for another term. And um, one of the things that I find Donald Trump and uh, Scott Morrison has got a very similar walk and a similar journey. People oppose them, people go against them, but at the end of it, some or rather, God stands with them and God vindicates their name, and then God brings them up again because they have got the heart of God. Well, I've heard that Scott Morrison is a believer, of course. Uh, you know, not being in Australia and not being familiar with your news, we don't know much about him. But one thing that is in the media that he has stood very strong against China. He's yes, uh, Australia is one of the few countries. That has backed Trump in standing up to China, and you know China is. We have an expression. We say the 800-pound gorilla in the room. I mean, it just dominates all of Southeast Asia because of its numbers and because of its uh, financial superiority in a lot of ways. And mm -hmm. uh, you know, China could could crush Australia if it wanted to. You know, if there was a war. Of course, I believe the United States would come to your defense, and of course, Australia has. Fought with us in World War One and Two, and has been one of our greatest allies. And while the British kind of look down their long British noses at us colonists, we're like brothers with Australia. I mean, the Australians, in my opinion, at least, are entrepreneurial and and you know they're outgoing and and there's a lot of similarities between our countries. You know, both colonies of of Great Britain, uh, common language, all those kinds of things. So. This is very interesting to find out the similarities between Scott Morrison and Donald Trump. Mm. Yes, sir. I, there is a saying in this country that if the Americans sneeze, we will catch the cold. And uh, <laughs> I, I, whether, whether you like it or not, that's the truth of the matter. If you were to ask any Australian walking on the road, that's what they will say. If you guys sneeze, we will we will catch the cold. And we have been allies with you guys for a long, long, long time. But I also, again, I, I feel for the ordinary Chinese citizens, Dr. Strang, because um, at the end of it, it's the communist regime is what is actually crushing uh, different parts of the world. But the ordinary Chinese people, your everyday Chinese people on the streets of Beijing, 
are basically innocent people. Unfortunately, the government of the day, which is the you know, which is which is what we call the Communist Party, is what is ruling out all this, and it is a concern. Um, there was about three years ago, God kept on telling, telling me, and I prophetically made this word. I said to my congregation, I wanted them to pray. Three, four years ago, I said, when Xi Jinping will become the president, he, uh, Mao Zedong, compared to, Mao, compared to Mao Zedong to Xi Jinping, you will see Mao Zedong is almost a saint. What Xi Jinping will actually do, he will take you to another level to the point that you will never know that there is another leader who will try to crush every single person. And so now that those prophetic words have taken place again in the, in, in the life of Xi Jinping, I think we need to just pray before God. There should be a moderate uh, Chinese leader, which I did share this coming past Sunday. Uh, you remember when the then, uh, then president, um, George W. Bush, who was in the presidency of, uh, of the American nation, he was a very close friend and ally of uh, President uh, uh, Hu Jintao. Hu Jintao was more of a moderate leader than Xi Jinping. You would also know that in the last number of years, that no, now no longer in China, they will have any more two terms of presidency. Now it is indefinite. Under Xi Jinping, it's become indefinite. In other words, he will rule until the last day, until the last breath of his life. And until that, only until then, after that, you will have a new leader. And that is a real, real concern. And we're concerned because, you know, what you described is a a terrible communist country that oppresses its people. And we, for the first time, have serious contenders. They call themselves socialists, but you know, somebody said that a socialist is a communist without a gun. And some mm. of the radical left-wing uh, policies that are being thrown around would mm. dramatically change the United States. A lot of these people actually kind of cozy up to China. Uh, Joe Biden's son made millions and millions of dollars. Uh, I mean, the, I don't remember the sums, but they were huge. You know, they're probably small compared to, you know, their GMP, of course. But I mean, there's just so much corruption. And if socialism takes over here in the United States, we believe that we're going to lose our religious freedoms. We believe we're going to have socialist uh, policies. America will tend to back off from a strong military. You know, there's some who thinks we should just be one more country. And of course, every it's like Donald Trump has even said, he says, make America great. But he believes that every leader ought to say, make their own country great. I mean, every nation should look out for its own interests from a political point of view. But look how the United States has, for the last 60 or 70 years, kind of kept a lot of the bad guys at bay and mm -hmm. protected religious freedom. Uh, we even have an ambassador for religious freedom. What other country has that? I mean, uh, we look out for persecution around the world. All of that will end. And you're right, if the United States gets a cold, a lot of, I mean, sneezes, a lot of people are gonna get a cold. So the stakes here are bigger than just an, an average American election. Far reaching ramifications, and you're right, people need to pray. So I'm interested in a couple other things that I learned when I researched you a little bit, that you yes. also prophesied about the some of the uproar that's come as a, a result of some of the anarchists uh, that go yes. by the names like Antifa and Black Lives Matter. What did yes. the Lord show you about that? 
Um, early this year, when, when I was sitting down praying before God and the Holy Spirit kept on telling me, and I, I did prophesy on the 12th of, uh, 12th of January, and I prophesied that the, back in those days, if I can touch a little bit, backtrack a little bit more, God kept on saying back in the day was the Wuhan disease, the Wuhan disease, and later now it's now, now known as COVID-19. On the 12th of January, God kept on saying, if, our, if my people don't rise up, if they do not pray into it enough, it'll become a pandemic. So that's had taken place. And then I had a very troubling vision of your country, Dr. Strang. Uh, uh, Dr. Strang. Um, in this particular one, I mentioned some states, like the state of New York, like the state of, uh, uh, like the state of Washington, like the state of different, different states. States which are run by Democrat mayors, and I said in that this was also on the 12th of January 2020, there will be draconian laws which will be brought in into your nation, into your country, and that will start to restrict mobilization, restrict people not walking out and doing all the above, and that will be some of those laws will be basically will be decreed. That has come true. That's come to pass. I also then had a very troubling vision of your country. I saw this massive riots, buildings getting burnt out and all the above. But it was basically at that moment, God said to me, there will be a racial tension which will take place. Now that has also taken place. But I believe whatever which America is going through, may I say one thing, one thing alone, there's going to be a major revival and there's going to be a major awakening across the nation. Um, we do not know on this side of this, on this side of pendulum, why such things actually happens. But God shows to us that only reason he shows all this is for us to really intercede, for us to really pray, for us to actually be part of the spiritual warfare to bring a freedom and a liberty on, in your nation. So now all these three, four events are taking place in the United States. But may I also encourage all your audience at this moment and all of the above are going to come to an end. All of the above are going to come into amicably peaceable end. And eventually you will find that Donald Trump will actually restore law and order back again into the place. And he is the elected president and he has got the favor of God. And like you said earlier on, he might not be the most refined or the polished president that you and I would have seen in the, in the, in the years gone by but he definitely carries the heart of God and there is definitely God is working with this man's life. I believe you're absolutely right. You know, he's pretty private about articulating his faith. You know, he's not an evangelist, but there are leaders, I documented this in a couple of the books I've written about Donald Trump, that there are leaders who have prayed with him. He certainly is spiritually sensitive and he, there's a lot of things on YouTube. You could just Google, uh, Donald Trump, I, well, let's see, I'm not sure I can say it right, but you can go Google it to find videos that people put up where a group of leaders, usually Pentecostal leaders, would gather around him, lay their hand on his shoulder. When I saw that in uh, 2015 for the first time, I thought, I've never even seen people pray for a president uh, touching him. You're, you know, it's like the Queen of England. You're not supposed to touch her. But Donald Trump submitted to this. He seemed to appreciate it. Uh, when he would visit churches, often they would do that. In fact, he visited a black church in Detroit during the election. This was a church that, you know, typically would vote for the other side. And the pastor was really into things from Israel, like prayer shawls and shofars. And uh, he actually put a prayer shawl over Donald Trump's head 
And he didn't really anoint him king. He didn't go that far, but he prayed some kind of anointing. And when I saw that on YouTube, I thought that is like too weird. I mean, I can't even believe that Donald Trump, is, if somebody did that, to, if I came to your church and you did that to me, I wouldn't even know how to react. And I'm a lifelong Pentecostal. You know, what happened was Donald Trump invited that preacher to pray at the inauguration. It was, you know, a real honor. Now, I am abs I've, I've interviewed the man. I'm absolutely certain he did not have that in mind. He was trying to follow the spirit of God. But, I mean, mm -hmm. I use that to say that Donald Trump seemed to appreciate that. I've been told that he likes the anointing, what you and I would call the anointing, you know, where you, where you can kind of feel the, the tangible presence of God in a, in yeah. a time of prayer, a time of worship. And uh, if you have spiritual eyes, you can see these things. If you don't have spiritual eyes, it's just a bunch of nonsense. And it's just one more reason to dislike Donald Trump. And you're absolutely right. They attack him every day with something new. And mm -hmm. different leaders have said that any other president, really any other leader in any part of the world would be in the fetal position with all those attacks. Yet, I believe there's almost some kind of supernatural uh, protection around him. I mean, how can he be strong enough to put up with all that? What do you think? Um, I, uh, if you go back, uh, say someone like uh, uh, Bill Clinton, uh, Jimmy Carter, you go back to George W. Bush, you go, go back to Barack Obama, and all these presidents did serve as well as they can, but they have got their own merits and they also got their own failures. And I've never seen any president like Donald Trump who has been constantly attacked. Um, I think the leftist agenda or the leftist media on and on and on, yet I often find him you know, coming up in the podium or, you know, standing outside of the White House, you know, very confident, you know, he's got a, he's got a three layer thick skin under him and he still can smile. He can still talk. He can still work, work his way out and he can still, you know, answer whenever he feels like answering and doing all the things, what he's doing. I, I would agree with you, concur with you that there is a supernatural protection over your president and he seems to know how to handle the media but more than anything else that the favor and the hand of god is over that man's life and i think um, no other presidents in the united states have gone through what he is actually going through but i also prophesied early this year dr strang that is um, that uh, donald trump keeps on exposing certain things certain scandals and certain things which are not done rightly by your opposition side of things and i think when he exposes all this and then what you will find your democrats uh, are starting to really becoming up the ante by attacking him because he's exposing too many things in the dark and no other president would want to expose those things but he's starting to expose I also prophesied this coming up past Sunday and that I said, uh, God said to me last Friday that Kamala Harris and Joe Biden will have a honeymoon period of having a revival. People will pour money. People will get excited about them, but that will only last about six to seven weeks. Within six to seven weeks, you will see an event which will take place within Kamala Harris and Joe Biden and eventually a certain event which will be exposed and eventually you will see it'll go like a lead balloon and immediately people's attention will turn back again to Donald Trump. That will happen very soon. But there's a revival, there's a resurgence. I believe in your news media outlet, they say within 48 hours, of Kamala Harris being uh, elected as a VP, they raised up $48 million, if I'm right. 
and um, that is good whatever they are doing but however there are some things that um, democrats have been done after six seven weeks down the track you will find it'll go like a lead balloon and people will start to know the reality of who joe biden is what joe biden will try to do and what his entire motive and his agenda it will be exposed in the days to come sir well you heard it here first it's august uh, 18th 2020 and when it happens uh, this podcast will still be online people will still be <laughs> listening to it and so we can point to it and uh, and say god spoke and uh, we believe that i know you're a real man of prayer and as we wrap up this podcast i know that you've called for global prayer in different settings what what do you sense god saying now and and what kind of prayer are you calling for uh, I want to thank Dr. Steve again, and I want to, and I, 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 and I will come to a conclusion. I'll wrap it up alongside with Dr. Steve. I will mention the same words. Australians will often say the same words. If you guys sneeze, if you Americans sneeze, we will catch the cold. And uh, Americans have always been a world leader, and we do not want God does not want to see the leadership to be given to someone else. Uh, Dr. Steve also mentioned that if this election goes on a wrong hands, and if it becomes socialism, then a lot of things can go wrong. Number one, let me make it clear. Americans are the number one people in the world when it comes to world missions. You, are, you guys are the biggest givers when it comes to world missions. And uh, you know, your people have died in our land in Australia and the place of my birth, which was in Singapore, and your people died in my own land, in my own country. And because of years and years and years, you guys have put so much effort in global evangelism, global evangelization. We have, you know, we have seen men and women given their hearts to Jesus Christ, our Lord and personal Savior. And so one of the beautiful things about Americans is, um, you know, you guys are very, very generous in the way that you've looked after the kingdom of God on this land and on this, on this planet Earth. And so our interest as Australians, as Australians, our interest is to see a godly man, is to see a godly president for him to run this country for the next four year term so that he can bring a shift in the land in America. Because he's exposing a lot of evil things, he's getting a backlash. I said then to God, what do you want me to do? And then God said to me, I want you to have a global eight hour prayer for all your American friends. And that will be held on the 12th of September, 2020. And it will be a Friday and our time will be 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Your time will be 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. So my, uh, my call to all of you guys, all of the Americans to come and join with us on this global uh, Facebook live prayer that you guys can come and join with us for every American to pray for your country. We are, and I just want to make sure I'm not an American citizen. I'm not a naturalized citizen of, of the United States. I'm a naturalized citizen of the, uh, of the great continent Australia. But we have got a real concern for this nation. But more than anything else, at the throne room of God, God has got a huge concern for America and for its citizens and for its residents. America has to experience the next awakening, the next revival, and we can't be silent. The, and so and the silent majority can't be silent about it. The silent majority has to rise up and has to conquer by prayer. And if we conquer it by prayer, I guarantee you right now, everything in life, Dr. Strang, I think we will, you know, it's contested. The enemy will contest everything that God gives it to us. 
even when God gives you a prophecy. Bible says in the book of Timothy, it says, wage, uh, wage a good warfare concerning on your prophecies. Paul says on the life of the young Timothy as a pastor. So there is a prophetic word on the nation of United States, and we want to see a great man of God to rise up again, once again, Donald Trump, but it's not given on a silver platter. It is going to be contested. It is going to be fought. It is going to be fought very dirty by the works of the enemy, but we can conquer it when all of us come together, start to fast, start to pray, and have an, have an eight-hour global prayer for my American friends, particularly for Donald Trump and the entire country to come back, back to God. Boy, that is so exciting, and I'm just very touched that people so far around the world, I mean, it's an eight-hour time zone change from where I am, which means you're exactly on the other side of the world, and uh, that you would uh, take this as a concern. We will have to publicize it on everything we do with Charisma Media. Uh, we'll we'll uh, embed this podcast again so people can listen to it and hear your testimony and hear what God has been saying to you. So I'll wrap this up by giving you the last word, and then I'd like you to just pray. Just pray as you feel led for the world, for America, for Donald Trump, however you feel led, and then we'll end the podcast. My Lord, I thank you. We join hands with uh, every American citizen, every American who believe in God. Bible says to me, where two or three are gathered, there am I in the midst of the... As we join in prayer with Dr. Steve and with Charisma House, Charisma Magazine, we ask of you right now, in the name of Jesus, on the 12th of January, or yeah, on the 12th of January, rather should I say on the 31st of December, when you appeared to me, you said to me, Joe Biden will become the, Joe Biden will become the opposition leader who will contest with Donald Trump, pray that he will come in because he will be the likely candidate that Trump will defeat him. And so today, out of that word, which was given, declared, decreed, prophetically given on the 12th of January, 2020, that word has come to pass. If that word has come to pass, the next word which has to come to pass is to see and is to pray for our president, Donald Trump, for him to come back re-elected for the next Trump God and for the next election, for the next term. And we come before you, we ask of you right now, like-minded Christians, like-minded men and women who are able to become warriors for God, warriors in prayer, warriors in the life of this country called the great nation of United States of America. We intercede, we pray. Ezekiel says, God says to Ezekiel, I can't find anyone who can stand in the gap and intercede for me. But today we want to join, co-join hands with Charisma and with all those people who are listening through this podcast with Dr. Steve Strang. I'm calling prayer warriors, intercessors, for the word is on this nation. God will expose some things that you would have never, ever seen. It's going to be exposed. The enemy tried by bringing Russian probe and Russian uh, 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 interference 
in the life of Trump, and that also got defeated by February this year, if I remember correctly. That word has also come to pass. You've defeated every work of the enemy which has come against Trump. You've defeated over and over again. We also pray for COVID-19 across the land of the United States. That will also will disappear in Jesus' name from this day onwards. And you also showed me at that point in time, in the 12th of January, there will be a vaccine will be found. A vaccine will be released. That vaccine is ready to go for all those people around the globe and including United States of, uh, United States of America. We thank you for this powerful time, this powerful encounter, for those words which has been released right now. I pray and we pray, we come in agreement. You have brought this entire matter, God, to a conclusion. Up in heaven with your senate of your saints, you have made up your mind what you're going to do. Now with what you've done, now you'll make it in the natural world that to be implemented and to be fulfilled for who you are, for what you are, what you're going to do, and how you're going to do it in the days to come. All glory, honor belongs to God, God. To you, we give you eternal thanks for what you've done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I'm back in the studio and I wanted to say something about my books. Of course, this podcast was not about me or my books, but I like to tell my listeners on the Charisma Podcast Network to pick up a copy of God, Trump, and the 2020 election, as well as God, Trump, and COVID-19. The best way is to go to my own website called stevestrangbooks.com, and books has an S on it, because all of my books, uh, God and Donald Trump and Trump Aftershocker there, there's different specials. You can get them in bundles. Also, if you want to buy a whole bunch of them, you get them real, real cheap. And all of the books except for the ones in bundles, are signed by me, the author, and a lot of people like that. So go to stevestrangbooks.com. That's stevestrangbooks.com. Thank you for listening.